Hi, and welcome to the latest podcast from The Lancet Diabetes and Endocrinology. My name's Priya, and today we're discussing an article on trends in hospital admissions for hyperglycemia in England, published on June the 9th, 2016. We're joined by the lead author, Dr. Francesco Zaccardi. Welcome. Hello. Dr. Zaccardi, your study looks at trends in hospital admissions for hyperglycemia. Could you explain how hyperglycemic episodes affect people with diabetes and the factors that affect their frequency and severity? Yes, hypoglycemia is one of the most important and frequent side effects associated with glucose-lowering treatments for people with both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. And generally, frequent hypoglycemic episodes significantly impact the quality of life and severe episodes, severe events are also associated with short-term complications like, for example, convulsions or coma and long-term complications like autonomic neuropathy and possibly there are some studies also suggesting cardiovascular complications. So uh, hypoglycemic episodes are very, very relevant in, in the life of a, type, of a subject with type 1 and type 2 diabetes. However, the risk is not the same because it mainly depends on the drugs that are used to reduce blood glucose. For example, insulin treatments or sulfonylureas are associated with a greater risk or comorbidities like, for example, Alzheimer's disease or dementia, diabetic complications like, for example, chronic kidney disease, retinopathy, or again, autonomic dysfunction can have an influence on the risk of hypoglycemia, can impact on the risk of, of hypoglycemia increasing such risk. And age is also a very important factor because previous studies have shown that younger people and older people have an increased risk. Probably this is related to the fact that younger people have type 1 diabetes, so they use insulin, while type 2 diabetic subjects can have comorbidities, like, for example, chronic kidney disease. And both these two risk factors uh, have been shown to increase the risk of hypoglycemia. You used national-level data from the National Health Service in England to examine population-level trends. Could you briefly describe how you went about analysing these data? Yeah, so we used the, the hospital episode statistics called HES data. HES data is practically a weird data warehouse containing information about admissions, outpatient appointments, and also emergency visits at the NHS Trust across England. These data are mainly used for administrative reasons, and they are uh, regularly submitted from hospitals to be paid for the care that they deliver. However, during the last years, particularly five years, more and more papers, more and more studies have been published using HES, alone or in combination with other databases, for example, the CPRD, for academic and research purposes. So HES practically contains information about reasons of admissions codified with the ICD codes, so-called ICD codes. And among these codes, there are also the definitions for hypoglycemia that we've used in the paper, or for example, the ICD code for dementia, for Alzheimer's disease, or codes for uh, type of diabetes. So many information that can be, that can be used to assess, for example, the impact of these risk factors, of these covariates, on the risk of hypoglycemia in the specific study on in the risk of hospitalization. We have also information about, for example, ethnicity, social deprivation, of course, age, age, length of stay, and so this can be used to assess how long was the hospitalization and other detailed data. Practically, we extracted data from the HES 
using all the admissions in the last 10 years from 2005 to 2014, whose first ICD code was hypoglycemia. So hypoglycemia can be considered the main reason of admissions to the hospital. And with this information, we were able to estimate the absolute change of number of uh, admissions for hypoglycemia during this period of time and adjust because of the availability of other covariates uh, to estimate if the changes are uh, due to other factors. What were the main findings from your study? And what do your findings mean for older individuals for whom the prevalence of hypoglycemia is quite high and who tend to have many comorbidities? Yeah, in the paper we show that if we consider the absolute number of hypoglycemic admissions to the hospital, there is an increase in between 2005 and 2010, and then there is a flat trend until 2014. But on overall, there is a 39% increase comparing 2014 to the baseline 2005. Interestingly, more than two-thirds, around 70% of admissions occurred in people with more than 60 years old, and this can again be explained by an increased prevalence of insulin use or comorbidities, particularly after 18 years old, even if we adjusted for some of these comorbidities. And also it's very important to know that around 20% of people that have been admitted for hypoglycemia have had another admission. So these are readmissions because the risk of, because admissions of hypoglycemia indicates that the control, the glucose control is not very well in the subjects. And so there is a higher probability to be readmitted to have other hypoglycemic episodes and to be readmitted to the hospital. When we consider other factors that pot can potentially influence the admissions for hypoglycemia, for example, a general increased trend of hospitalization during these 10 years, we practically see the same trend, an increase until 2010 and then just a slightly decrease. And when we adjust for other factors that can change over time, like for example, the number of the comorbidities, the social deprivation index, or for example, change of the age, we see we have seen practically exactly the same pattern. So there is an increase from 2005 and 2010, and then there is a flat trend. Interestingly, when we consider the fact that there is an increasing prevalence of diabetes, because of course, if there is a greater number of diabetic subjects, there is also greater probability to have hypoglycemic episodes. Using the data that are available from 2010 to 2014, we have shown that there is a decrease so this is a good point because even if the number of people with diabetes has increased during the last years, from 2010 to 2014, adjusted for an increased prevalence, the number of admissions for hypoglycemia has decreased. So the crude number has increased, but accounting for the change of diabetes prevalence, there is a decrease from 2010. On top of this, so we have also assessed, for example, the risk of mortality in patients' mortality following the admission, the risk of readmissions, and the length of stay after the admissions for hypoglycemia. And all these three outcomes uh, are characterized by a declining trend over the 10-year study. So practically from 2005 to 2010, we have seen positive uh, effects of probably policy or it is also possible that there is a better treatment of diabetes within the hospital of glucose control, for example. And so the mortality, the length of stay, 
uh, has progressively reduced over time, and also the risk of readmission, one bond readmission after the first admission. How do your results compare with previous evidence looking at such trends in other populations? And are your data perhaps an underestimate of the true prevalence of hypoglycemia, given that many episodes do not result in admission to hospital? Yes, yes, of course. So there are also other studies in different countries in the world that have tried to assess the risk of uh, hypoglycemia, admissions for hypoglycemia. Uh, the results are a bit difficult to compare to our study for different reasons. The first is the group of people that have been included in the studies, for example, just specific age group or just a specific sex or, for example, just people that uh, are, mm, that they use insulin or they use sulfonylureas because we, they are associated with an increased risk of hypoglycemia. So there are specific population, and also the outcomes that have been used are slightly different. We have used the ICD codes to assess if the admission was related or not to hypoglycemia, but sometimes they have used other definitions of hypoglycemia, for example, including also emergency visit for hypoglycemia, not only admissions to the hospital. That is the next step, practically. So when we see these studies, it is possible to evidence that, for example, in the United States, there are some studies showing an increase and then a flat trend, like our study in England, or there are other studies showing a progressive trend or other studies showing no trend at all. So during five, six, eight years, also the follow-up is different across the studies, can be present a trend or no trend. Generally, these differences can be explained by the different study design. Uh, it is absolutely true, of course, that admissions to the hospital for hypoglycemia are just, they are generally told, uh, defined as the tip of the iceberg. It's just a very, very small proportion of the number of, of hypoglycemic events because hypoglycemia, as we discussed before, is the most common side effect, particularly under certain therapies and a small proportion of these events are severe episodes, and a small proportion of these episodes are treated by doctors, for example, during an emergency visit, and again, a small proportion of these patients really need to be admitted to the hospital. So it is just a small fraction of the overall of the true prevalence of hypoglycemia. Unfortunately, we cannot estimate what are the single fractions step by step, because there is not a harmonized system, electronic system, to get data for how many episodes of hypoglycemia, for example, how many people required ambulance support, a medical support, how many have been admitted to the emergency department, and how many then have been admitted to the hospital. So we use just as and particular admissions, because that contains also the data admissions to to, to the hospital, that is a small fraction of the, of, the, of the overall problem of hypoglycemia. And this is also very important because uh, some studies have shown that intensive glucose control in some subjects with uh, uh, prevalent diseases possibly is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. And finally, what are the implications of your findings, both for the health service in England and for other countries? Could glycemic targets be tailored to the individual patient to help to minimize the incidence of hyperglycemia? Yes. So the tailored approach to glucose control is one of the most important scientific 
aspects of modern uh, diabetology, modern uh, theory related to glucose control, because in the past we just used the HbA1c and some cutoffs for HbA1c to assess if the glucose control was good or not good. But there are uh, an emerging evidence that we have to consider many, many factors and among these factors, there is the risk of hypoglycemia. If there are comorbidities and there is a high risk of hypoglycemia in an older patient, it is not completely justified to treat intensively because of the risk of hypoglycemia and immediate negative effects compared to the potential long-term cardiovascular benefit of glucose control. So the good thing about our study, a good result is that we shown that accounting for diabetes prevalence there is a reduction of admissions for hypoglycemia. But of course, in the next years, in the next 10, 20 years, there will be a change of the demography of the society because we will have more older people. There will be also an increase in the prevalence of obesity and so an increase in the prevalence of diabetes. And potentially, all these factors can contribute to an increased risk of absolute number of events of hypoglycemia. So at a national level, if we think at a national level, order strategies, a factor 